0: Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Cafe Kuball Studios, 3501 James Street, 324 West Water Street, 401 South Salina Street, all in Syracuse, New York. You also find them on 343 Fayette Street in Manlius, New York, and on the corner of Route 11 and Taft Road at Sweetheart Corners in North Syracuse in their drive through location. This is a very special Edition of Dolphin Dive. You know, Dolphin Dive is with us every single month in our exclusive multimedia marketing partnership with the Lemoyne College Dolphins. And today we have the opportunity here on a Tuesday morning to start off November here on Tuesday, November 1st. As we start a new month, there's new life for the Lemoyne Dolphins men's soccer team as they move forward here in the playoffs. They have a game coming up in the NE 10 tournament with Adelphi, which will be this Wednesday, November 2nd at 7 p.m. Eastern time after defeating Southern Connecticut State on the road 3-2 to two in overtime back on October 29th. And we are joined by the head coach of the LeMoyne Dolphins men's soccer team, Tom Bonus. Tom, how are you today?
1: Good, Dan. How are you?
0: Doing very well. And, and Coach, you know, you and I discussed it off the air and talked about it on the field as well that... You know, this team has been doing some good things late, and I know you've had a bunch of ties this season up to this point—a point, uh, five ties this season, but we see toward the latter end of the season you got a victory over Adelphi, who you're going to see in just a, a day here, and you had a victory over St. Anselm at home on senior day. Just what you can say about those two victories winning two out of three to round out the regular season.
1: Yeah, I, I think the guys are uh... – the guys are coming together at the right time and we're starting to find some results. I, I you know, I think the guys are, are, uh, clicking, but more than that, I think it's, uh, it's a real character, um, real character wins, um, with this group. Um, and we've had a lot of injuries and a lot of things, you know, uh, that we've dealt with this year. And, uh, I'm just proud of the guys, the way that they've, uh, They've come through it, and they, they just keep battling.
0: You know, and you, you say you're proud of the guys and what they've been able to do and that they've been, you know, battling through everything. And Why do you think it's coming together now? What is it about this team's resiliency that it's showing up at a time where you need it most? Um,
1: I, I just think right now we're getting, um, you know... It, we're getting some really great leadership uh, from some of our uh, seniors, uh, Tom Henn, uh, you know, Terrence Chrysler-Howard, uh, Josh Marr, our goalkeeper, you know, Brett Stern, uh, Brian Perdomo, uh, you know, they're, they're really our, our leadership team. And I think that, you know, just the message that they're sending to the guys that, you know, we're not going down without a fight is uh, just spread through the whole team. And so, you know, and besides that, I think the the seniors are are playing very well right now.
0: And, you know, obviously you've spent a lot of time at LeMoyne over two decades there coaching and seeing a bunch of different teams with different players develop and different skill sets and whatnot. This team, like you said, they're coming together. You mentioned a bunch of the leaders on the team and that they're working together at this time. You're able to lean on some of those guys. Is there any other team in the past that you can look back to and say, hey, we had a similar situation where we had some adversity and it all started to click toward the latter end of the season when you needed it most? Or is this team unique in and of itself?
1: No, there's probably one other team... That I can remember, and it's actually back in 2005 when we won our first Northeast 10 championship. I remember that team went through a lot of adversity that year, and uh, they were in a point where they just had to win the any NA any 10 tournament uh, to definitely get into the NCAs, and you know, magically we did that. Um, you know, and uh, they've uh, and. So I I think there's a lot of similarities between uh, those two teams, but this team here has just been such a pleasure to coach uh, just because, uh, you know, every day you go out and, you know, they're willing to work and, you know, deal with whatever comes their way. Back coming here from
0: Tom Bonus, the head coach of the LeMoyne Dolphins men's soccer team as they move on here in the postseason in the NE10 that that final loss that you took in the regular season to go back to that the loss on the road at assumption on October 25th two to nothing what was the conversation on the field with the guys after that game and what from that game did you take as a positive that maybe you used to say yeah we lost this game but this is, what, this is what we're going to build on or this is what we've seen. What was that conversation like and, and what did you share with the guys?
1: Well, I, you know, I, I remember that conversation as a game. Uh, just telling them, that, you know, I'm really proud of them uh, because at that point we knew that we were in the playoffs and, uh, you know, and I told them, hey, we're, we're in the playoffs, let's make the best of it. You know, it's a three-game season and uh, so far they, they've done that with a win on... Uh, on Saturday, and, uh, you know, hopefully we can get a
0: a great result on Wednesday, too. Coach, uh, we spoke right at the beginning of the season before you had played a game about the importance of the retreat that you took with the team. Not only the importance of the retreat, but the fact that you got to be a part of it when you have somebody from Army West Point step up and and lead it so you could literally be arm-in-arm with your student-athletes. When you look back to that, we spoke about what it could be do for this season, and now we're seeing where we're at. Has that retreat and that time together away from everything, has it paid off dividends, and is it helping right now?
1: Absolutely. Uh, matter of fact, uh, me and my assistant were just talking about that on Saturday after our, our game, and we said, you know, uh, the things that we learned at the retreat and the team learned, they've taken, you know, with them, and they've. Applied it to the to to the team, you know, all year, and uh, especially now uh, because we've had um, you know so many injuries and uh, you know so many injuries, and you know our backs have been to the wall. Uh, you know, they, they 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 that retreat was was, was definitely is was definitely a huge part of our, our success this season.
0: And seeing Southern Connecticut State in this in this first game that you had in the NE10 tournament here for men's soccer, when you go up in that matchup against them and get the victory, the time that you had faced them before was not that long ago. It was earlier in October, back on October 1st, when you were on the road at Southern Connecticut State as well, tied the game 2-2. Two to two. What was the difference between those two games, and what did you take away from that first outing against Southern Connecticut State that helped you? get the decision this time around
1: i I think um i i think the first time we played them and we tied them 2-2 we absolutely battered them um we just did everything right that day except uh except you know winning the game um and so i think that this that that performance and when it kind of happened you know the same way on Saturday, the guys are just like, no way, we're, we're we're not coming out of here with a win. And you know, our backs were, you know, our backs were the wall. You know, they, they we you know went up two nothing, and then they tied it two two, and they were they had chances, and uh, you know our you know our goalkeeper made some great saves, and um, so I I just think that the guys could have thrown up the white flag, and you know we could have you know, very, very easily let that game slip away, but I think that there's been moments in the season where we've, we've done that, our body language hasn't been as good, and and our, our body language was great on Saturday, and that's what uh, led us to the victory.
0: You know, we look at the, the fact that in this game against Southern Connecticut State in the playoffs for the NE10, you were able to go up early, and, they, and Southern Connecticut State found their way back. The ebb and flow of this game, and you coaching for as many years as you have, what can you say to the effect of, offensively, you got started early, commanded early, got out into this thing on the road, and put yourselves in a good position, but Southern Connecticut State didn't back away. What was going on when you go back and look at this that you can assess from this game that can help you moving forward?
1: Um... I- I, I, you know, it's just it, it's playoff time, and um, you know, obviously, in, in in our game, game of soccer, if you can get the first goal, uh, that means everything, you know, because you can, um, you know, very well defend and win the game one nothing. Um, I think by us coming out and um, and that's been a message that we try to relate to the boys this year. That and I think you mentioned in the beginning of the show why we had so many we had so many ties we just we we need some urgency uh from the get-go you know to put these teams away um and, and then we had some urgency on on saturday
0: and you talk about that that urgency and having that extra period we know that rules have changed in recent history so you can tie in these regular season games and you don't go to an extra period I know you're a coach that's had a bunch of them, as we're talking about, five ties this season in the regular season, so are you for or against that type of situation? Because we know playoff time, somebody's got to win, so you go to the extra period against Southern Connecticut State and you get the decision 3-2, to two. but how do you feel about the fact that you didn't have that in the regular season, an opportunity to go to an extra period, play some extra time, and actually have a victor come from those games?
1: Well, I, I mean, it's a um, it, it's a tough question because if you look at our ties that we had this year, we I, I think we had three really good ties. Um, and saying that, we you know we we gave uh, Mercy, we gave Mercyhurst a um, we gave Mercyhurst a, a tie, and they're undefeated this year. they we're, we're the only blemish on the record. Franklin Pierce, who was also undefeated and number one in the nation, you know, we had a tie against them. We we're, um, were their only blemish on their season. Southern New Hampshire, uh, who was having a good year, I thought we, we had a that was a good tie up there because this is a tough place to go and play for. You to be honest with at the game we should have won, uh, but the referees uh, took that decision away from us. And then... Um, you know, so, and then there's been other games that we've that I wish we had overtime, you know, because we probably would have got it done in overtime, but I, I guess you, you can't have it both ways.
0: In this game that you had, uh, first game of this postseason for the NE10 for LeMoyne men's soccer as we're here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Cafe Cubal Studios with head coach Tom Bonus. Uh, Tom Goodrich, uh, later on there was a hundred there was a minute 18 remaining in that first overtime period, a potential of going to a second overtime and we have the contacts come in. Goodrich gets the opportunity for the penalty kick. Is that you know for you as a coach a salivating moment to say, okay, we got about a minute before we have to play another period and not only do we get a, an opportunity to get a shot on goal, but it's a penalty kick. Bring me into that play what you saw and if that's the best that a coach could possibly want in a situation like this and sudden death.
1: Well, I mean, honestly, the penalty kick was uh, the penalty kick was great but you know the, the overtime rule changed uh, you know in, in playoffs. So no matter what when there's when there's overtime, there's two 10 minute periods and you got to play them all the way through. It's not a goal and goal. Yeah. So even though Jack scored with a minute and 18, we knew that we still had another 10 minutes after that. Um, so, But it was good that he scored it when he did because it gave us a chance to get everyone in and get us organized you know, for uh, the, the last 10 minutes, how we wanted to defend and what we wanted to do, and it worked. You
0: know, and it's confusing with these rule changes that in the regular season – we don't have overtime, but in the postseason, like you said, there's two extra periods no matter what. So when you score, there's that whole, you know, so I think there's, you know, like you said, a lot of decisions, three of them, uh, three good ones of yep. those ties, like you said, going into the regular season and, and what that did for the team and being a blemish for Mercyhurst and Franklin Pierce and whatnot. But then on the other side of it, when you score with a minute 18 to go in the extra period, you know, your brain is like, okay, this is over. Let's move on to have to go another bunch of minutes there. I mean, bring yeah. me into that as a coach, because the emotions got to be all over the place. You finally get that goal. You were up two zero. they tie it two to two. You go up with the penalty kick. We're in overtime, but yet there's another 10 minute period to be played. And we know that anything can change in soccer in just a couple seconds.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely nerve wracking for us, you know, because we were, uh, you know, I mentioned that we had a lot of uh, we had a, a lot of injuries And, in, you know one position that we have a lot of injuries in is our center back spot. So uh, and center backs are you know the main the main uh, threat behind the, the defense, and um, so we just knew that you know we the, the guys that were playing center back at that point to step up and uh you know and just make sure that we, we
0: defended our lead you know and you brought up your goalkeeper mar and what he was able to do a bunch of saves toward the end of this game just to bring me in a uh, four saves in the final 10 minute overtime so just what you could say about his play in the box all season long especially at that final period after you got that goal from goodrich and you had to hold serve here and make sure that you close this thing out, just what you could say about your back line defense as well as what Mar did inside of the goal itself.
1: Well, I'm really, you know, with the, with the back four, I'm really proud of, uh, you know, it, it's been a, uh, since you know, the, the, the last part of our season, it's been a kind of a makeshift back four because we, we just had so many guys rotating um, through that you know, with our, our center backs getting hurt and, uh, you know, with Brett Stern, you know, getting hurt, who played, you know, every minute of every game. And so I'm really proud of, I'm really proud of those guys, um, you know, guys like, uh, Ben quickly who stepped up and been uh, a real solid center back for us. Um, and, you know, we had Dave Bozak come in and play right back for us on Saturday Jack Goodrich has been solid. And then obviously Josh, our goalkeeper, has been, uh, I think, has been exceptional. Uh, you know, the last uh, the last few games here, he's really, uh, he's really standing on his head and making some saves.
0: And so now we look forward to the game that's coming up this Wednesday, a day from the time we're speaking here on November 1st. So this Wednesday, November 2nd, as I made mention of earlier, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, you'll face off at Adelphi in Garden City, New York. Bring me into this matchup against Adelphi. I know that you had them just a few days ago back on October 19th, also a Wednesday, had them at home at Ted Grant Field, defeated them 3 to nothing. So what can you take from that game moving forward? I know it's playoff time, like you said, so things are going to feel different and look different and whatnot. But from that game that you had, the match you had against Adelphi, and what you've learned about them going into this matchup knowing that they're the ones that stand in front of you and a continuation of this postseason hopefully into the NCAAs as well
1: Well no matter what um, we know Adelphi is is a good team and a good side and Obviously, we had a good result uh, against them a couple weeks ago, and so we're not taking anything for granted. And uh, we just know that we gotta, you know, guys, we gotta work hard. We gotta, you know, grind it out. um, And uh, it's gonna be a a tough ask, you know, down there. But uh, definitely one we we can get if we if we show up and we're ready to play.
0: That coming from Tom Bonus. Tom, final word here. What you learned most about your team in this last game? Say that again Dan. Right. what you learned most about your team in this last game when you had an opportunity to let that victory marinate against Southern Connecticut state as you step forward biggest notes that you have written on that you know pad of paper that's that's on your desk in the office what are those bullet points that you're taking into this next one
1: yeah I just think uh you know the willingness to uh, to, to work. Uh, you know to grind it out Um, you know we we had told the guys about four or five games ago that you know we needed to you know that's what we had at this point we had to you know just grind it out and you know find ways to win and you know and we're doing that so you know that's something that I've been really proud of the guys about.
0: LeMoyne men's soccer head coach for the Dolphins Tom Bonus. As the team moves forward here in the postseason, an opportunity this Wednesday, November 2nd, on the road at Adelphi at 7 p.m. Eastern time to keep their postseason hopes alive. I can tell you from being on site at Ted Grant Field and from talking with you throughout the season, as well as your student-athletes, I'm very proud of the representation you've brought to Central and Upstate New York, to Moyne College, and I am so happy to see this team fighting the way that they are. So congratulations to you. I know there's more work to be done, but thank you for the work that you've done, Coach, and my best to you this week.
1: Okay, I appreciate it, Dan. Thank you very much.